All right, let's talk some baseball with Brewers broadcaster Lane Grindle. Lane, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we doing today? Excellent. You know, part of the fun with this team, and it's been such a great start, is that there's so many young guys, and some of them we knew a lot about, some of them we didn't know as much about. When you think about the young guys on this roster who have stepped up, does one guy surprise you more or kind of grab your attention more than the others? I think if you went back to the beginning of spring training, if you told me that Joey Weimer was going to be up by the second day of the season and have the impact he has had, I might have been surprised by that. I, I'm not surprised in the talent of Joey Weimer. Everybody was aware of that. He was a top 100 prospect at different points over the course of his journey to the big leagues. But I would have had him you know, maybe not as close to the big leagues as Garrett Mitchell, who made his debut last year, or Bryce Terang. And yet, here he is, and he's had a huge impact. He's really made a big impact defensively, and I think that gets overlooked a little bit. We're we're focused on what these guys are doing at the plate, and rightfully so, because they've been outstanding. But I think the defense that they've brought and their athleticism in the field is as big a deal as what they've done offensively. So we have the cheese head now to celebrate the home run. Does that mean, Lane, <laughs> is the bell gone? Is, is the bell been retired from the dugout? So I, I'm not an expert on this stuff, but my observation, and this is year eight for me in the big leagues, is that the dugout kind of gimmicky stuff that we do to celebrate home runs or celebrate big moments, it's got to be fresh every year. Nothing carries over. So, you know, the bell was last year. They had the gauntlet a couple of years ago where they were throwing confetti and, and all that fun stuff. Um, so I think every year you got to come up with new ideas. And I think the cheesehead is this year's idea. It's kind of simple. It's kind of easy, but it also fits. I mean, it, it, the, the fans love it, right? It's Wisconsin to, to a T. So, um, yeah, I think the bell is gone. That was 2022. It's 2023. It's the year of the cheesehead. Lane, the cheesehead crown is hilarious. And I think part of it was I was there on the second night where there were five home runs in a row. So you can get into a rhythm of enjoying the <laughs> cheese coronation. Do you know how this started? Uh, you know, I don't know exactly how it originated, but, um, you know, I Willie Adamas is always in the middle of all of this stuff, one way or another. Um, he's always one of the most eager participants <laughs> in these types of things, and it's just fun. I mean, it's the guys having a great time together. And in, in the other night when they hit five, you almost had to have a second cheesehead because guys weren't all the way to the end of the dugout before <laughs> another home run was hit, and so you had to rotate them around a little bit to make sure everybody had a chance to wear it, but... Um, this is the great part of baseball. I think guys' personalities and teams having fun together coming out, it's really good for the sport, and um, it's been a fun group to be around here to start this year. There is a lot of energy. There is a lot of connectedness. You hear that term thrown around a lot with the Brewers and Craig Council and, and kind of how he wants to build the culture here. And, boy, it's been as good a start as you could ever imagine. Lane Riddle with us on WTMJ. Talk about the division a little bit, Lane. What do you expect out of this division? I think this division's much better than what it's been the last couple of years. The Cardinals are off to a slower start, but they're going to get right, and they're going to be right there before it's all said and done. They're a very talented team. That is a really good lineup 
and the Brewers pitched them extremely well over the weekend. So I wouldn't hit the panic button about St. Louis, even though they're off to a 3-6 and six start. I think the Reds are better. They've got a really good front three in their rotation. Uh, the lineup probably is down a ways when you start stacking up the division, but they've got three guys at the front of that rotation that could make it a really bad weekend for somebody that's a contender uh, on any given weekend. So I think the, the Reds are a year better. Uh, the Pirates had some tough news with O'Neill Cruz going down because he's a really exciting player, but they're also better too. So the bottom of this division is not what it's been the last couple of years where you're counting on those teams to maybe lose 95 to 100 games. I don't think that's going to be the case with those two teams this year. I think they are not necessarily postseason contenders, but I think they're much more respectable clubs. And then the Cubs are better too. Um, I, I don't know where the Cubs stack up. In terms of the Cardinals and Brewers, I still think that the Brewers and the Cardinals are going to be the two class teams in this division that you expect to be fighting it out uh, in the NL Central. But the Cubs are much better, and I'm going to be curious to see what they turn into as this year goes along. And, Lane, don't hit the panic button with Corbin Burns' start as well. He'll get it right, won't he? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I'm not even remotely concerned. I mean, it's been too not his standard types of starts but again we're talking about two starts um it's it's such a small sample size right now that everything gets exaggerated a little bit good or bad um there are ups and downs over the course of a season the guys that have been there and done that and have the experience and i think the mental ability to kind of compartmentalize everything and just stay steady throughout and not get too high or low uh, when those inevitable ebbs and flows come, they have such an advantage over this marathon of a season. And, and Corbin's one of those guys. That's one of the things that he really worked on at the end of the 2019 season. And it's made such a difference for him going into 2020. And then, of course, the Cy Young Award in 21 and a great follow-up year to it last year is that Corbin doesn't panic. He is not concerned. He will go to work and try to find little things he can clean up and get better at. But he understands how good he is and what he's got in front of him over the course of this season. So not very concerned about Corbin. Lane Rindle with us on WTMJ. You know, Lane, I've often said in casual conversation amongst friends that there'd be nothing better in my life than to be the brother of Lane Grindle because you're just such a great guy. <laughs> on this National <laughs> Siblings Day, do you have brothers and sisters? I have two sisters. They are older. Um, so I was the baby, and I, I did not have a brother. So, you know, John, I mean, we can make like, wow. honorary brothers. <laughs> okay, I like do that. that. Done and done. What do yeah. you think? All right, mark it down. I'll, I'll... Spit on a handshake. That's all it takes, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> I'll get the yeah, paperwork started exactly. if we need that, too. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm in. Hey, have a great call, Lane. It's always good to catch up with you. Great start to the season. Always fun to have you. Thank you, Lane. You bet. Thank you.